You're listening to Mornings with Eric and Bridget right here on Moody Radio 89.3. In 1991, in the wake of the collapse of the Soviet Union, Mission Eurasia was formed to equip and mobilize and train Christian leaders throughout this former Soviet Union who engage in evangelism, church planting, holistic ministries, and so much more. Strategically placed and able to reach to the people of Ukraine. That's what they've been doing since February 24th, 2022, when the Ukraine war has begun. We're going to get an update on their ministry efforts and how we can be a part of it and be praying for the people of Ukraine. We're going to talk with Pavel Takorchuk, who is with Mission Eurasia. And right now in Moldova, Pavel, good morning. Thank you so much for joining us. Good morning, everyone. So happy to be with you today. Could you tell us, I think this is helpful to understand where you're coming from, a little bit of your history and, um, you know, where you've ministered. I think it's helpful to know that you've been kind of in both locations here, haven't you? Yes, sure. Uh, Well, I'm originally from uh, Russia, Western Siberia, where my uh, people, uh, my my parents, sorry, my parents, being Ukrainian, moved uh, like 50 years ago. So that's where I was born, and that were one one country at that time, Soviet Union. And uh, then, then in my uh, youth time, I came to Christ in one of the local churches. So, and it's been uh, some growing in my faith and uh, graduating Christian college, and then join uh, Mission Eurasia, something like more than uh, 20 years ago and uh, uh, being one of the uh, key people in the uh, Mission Eurasia field ministries uh, in uh, Russia. Mm. You said something pretty key there, Pavel. It used to be one nation. Um, So talk to us about even just understanding, I know briefly as as you can, just the history of the fact that um, these are really like brothers fighting one another. Yeah, you're right. Uh, uh, there were say one country uh, like back 30 years ago or more, uh, but then it uh, separate it separated to uh, 15 independent countries. And uh, but anyway, uh, um, uh, people inside of the, those two countries they were so friendly to one another and uh, having many relatives in one and another country, and uh, they were like. Uh, uh, close fl- friends, brothers, relatives, and uh, you know we never had any <laughs> any uh, hostile to one another. You know, and uh, it's it's really sad. So mm-hmm. what's going on right now? Yeah. I guess that's also been helpful, though, if I understand this right. As many have been dispersed from uh, Ukraine and gone into other countries, it's that same almost brotherhood that's helping them out. Is that correct? Uh, right, right. Uh, I mean, if you're talking about for this past year since the war started, uh, a lot of uh, a lot of people moved uh, from from Ukraine because of the uh, this uh, military conflict. Mm-hmm. And many have gone into other neighboring nations like Romania and Hungary and Moldova, where you are. How are you seeing the people, the refugees, really from Ukraine? How are you able to minister to them through Mission Eurasia today? Yes, correct. There are millions and millions of people who moved uh, from from Ukraine in different countries and then settled down, and as well as in Moldova. So 
we ourselves, our family, we moved here like five months ago to serve to uh, strengthen the local team of Mission Eurasia to uh, reach out for uh, refugees. Every day we have uh, tens and tens, almost hundreds uh, uh, refugees who would come to our assistant assistance refugee center uh, where we provide food, uh, uh, prayers, uh, lit- Christian literature, gospel, and then we, where we can talk to them, where we can bring them, you know, like a peace because they really need in that and sh- and sure we would like to point them to the God and the relationship with Christ in this difficult uh, re- uh, circumstances they are going through. You know, you talk about uh, in the in the information you sent us, there have been over two tons of food been distributed, which is truly amazing. But then there's other things on this list that you wouldn't think as much about, but just the fact that you're able to install wood-burning stoves as a ministry. There, there's a lot of just basic needs that we don't even realize, right? Yes, exactly. That's uh, uh, because of the winter time and cold weather in many places, uh, uh, regions of uh, Ukraine, there are uh, some houses uh, uh, torn down and the people, they really need to... Uh, those simple things like uh, uh, burning uh, stoves uh, where they can prepare food and just have, have some heating, you know, in their house uh, with no electricity or no other supplies. So we are so happy to uh, uh, get to this need and uh, help the many people in in, in Ukrainian uh, cities. Mm-hmm. And Pavel, how are people, I mean, I don't even know how to ask this, but how are people just, how are they doing day to day? How are they feeling? How are they processing? And I'm sure it's different emotions for different people, but if you could pinpoint how people are really surviving day by day in the midst of this ongoing conflict with really no end in sight. Um, yeah, that's a good question. You know, uh, if we're talking about refugees, uh, in, like in Moldova, where we can, where we meet them, uh, they they are gathering themselves in different groups, <laughs> trying to help one another, but also coming to uh, centers like our Mission Eurasia Center to uh, get some food, get some supplies. Uh, some help and we uh, do some ministries to their kids because usually that's a moms and uh, and the large families uh, with kids so in general yeah they they just trying to survive and even in the time of uh, those difficult circumstances in in ukraine when this still shelling and bombing mm-hmm. they they trying somehow to to go through that, I don't know, it's really difficult, but uh, those who cannot uh, stand with that, they, they just flee, and that's that's why we are ministering them uh, in uh, different areas like Poland and uh, different places in Ukraine as well as Moldova. Mission Eurasia is going to mark the one-year uh, anniversary, sad anniversary of the war in Ukraine with a, a prayer meeting tomorrow. We're going to tell you more about that here in just a moment. But what is a day like for you? You know, you wake up and then you put your head down on their pillow at the end of the day. But in between, what what does a day look like for you? How are you ministering? How are you serving those people that are uh, coming to you? Um, well, yeah, that's right. In the morning, we would uh, come, uh, myself and some other uh, members of our team, 
actually my family members mm. <laughs> my wife as well she she joined me there uh, and uh, we have uh, uh, a refugee uh, assistance center here based uh, right at, at the uh, uh, at the facility of the local evangelical church and uh, and uh, people just start to come uh, families by families uh, husband and wife uh, fathers and mothers and with their children they would come at a certain time they would uh, 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 sit down there and we have tea and coffee. We would provide all of that. We would like to create a nice, peaceful, friendly atmosphere for them because we know that how how they uh, uh, suffer it a lot under shelling and so on. And then we have uh, tents and tents every day. Uh, uh, families who would come uh, and then we will uh, talk to them uh, provide the Christian literature, point to God, uh, share some stories, uh, sometimes pray together. If someone would cry right right there, they can, as, as, uh, as soon as they try to recall what they experienced in, in Ukraine, they just start to cry, usually ladies, and we have uh, time for prayer. And then we have some food, some other supplies we would provide them. And we are so happy that this eye care project is going on and we can provide some uh, some supplies, uh, physical supplies, physical to meet their physical needs. But also we invite them to the church uh, that right here meeting at this very same facility. And some would respond to that. Some would come for the church service on Sunday and some other places uh, that or meetings that we are uh, having for them. So that's that's our day. Uh, we have many, many, many people who would come, and we trying to minister them in many ways that we can. Yeah, sounds like a ministry of pre- a presence, Pavel. That you're just there to walk alongside them in their journey. But you talked about the physical needs too that you're able to meet, and one of the way is through these eye care boxes, which you mentioned. What are they, and are we able, and our listeners able to help provide some of these physical needs? How do we do that? Yes, that's correct. Uh, as soon as uh, uh, refugee would come here to our this country, to Moldova, especially, uh, sure, surely they need some uh, place to stay, but also uh, something to eat. And uh, some of them they have uh, uh, no savings because of the all the circumstances, and that's why they are looking for uh, something that would be uh, met their needs. And that's we came. Uh, with this project I care where we provide for one family for five people uh, the box full of uh, different kind of goods food supplies so they can have uh, uh, they can cook their meals they can have uh, something uh, uh, some something uh, to, to, to eat you know during this time mm-hmm. and uh, yes if, if anyone any, any of your uh, listeners uh, would like to take part in this project it's uh, uh, you can do it uh, just visiting our website www.missioneurasia.org and everything written there and you, we will be so appreciative if uh, any one of you can take a part in this vital ministry to refugees. Yeah, we have a link at our website also, ericandbridget.org. You'll see it right there when you go into our website. 
Pavel, is this Mission Eurasia's only location like this, or are there other locations in other areas doing the same type of work that you're doing? Uh, number one is Ukraine. In the midst of uh, uh, this uh, war there, we still have uh, a number of uh, refugee assistance centers where we gather uh, food supplies or we have people and uh, counseling and uh, Christian literature di uh, distribution and everything like in the, in the package, I would say, holistic ministry to refugees. So we have a number of uh, places uh, in Ukraine uh, most of them in the northern or western part of Ukraine, but also in Poland, at least in two cities of Poland, capital in another place, uh, and in Moldova. So in three countries uh, during this year, we've been uh, distributing, ministering, outreaching to refugees of Ukraine. Coming up tomorrow on the 23rd from 11 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time, you can actually mark this one year with Mission Eurasia in a time of prayer and updates from the front line. When you head to their website, you'll see a, a Join the Event Here link. Uh, you can do that tomorrow morning to be updated and to join them in prayer. Prayer is a big part of your ministry, too, Pavel. Can you tell us about the need and the power of prayer in the midst? of this war exactly uh, through prayer we can support one another in our team and especially our colleagues and our brothers and sisters dear brothers and sisters who are still suffering a lot in uh, in uh, in ukraine but also we can uh, prayfully support those who in need in spiritual needs and they are asking why it's happening and uh, when it's the end of all of that will be. And uh, that's, uh, I already mentioned before, that uh, we have a number of refugees who would come and then, and then st struggling and crying and then recalling all this uh, hassle that they had in their life just recently. And that's how we can pray for them. That's how we can uh, prayfully support them and uh, again point them to God and relationship with Him who can comfort their hearts and and uh, that's uh, uh, big prayer needs for any refugee but also for we need to pray for those who are uh, uh, ministering them in all of these locations that I just mentioned in all the three countries we have uh, hundreds and hundreds and actually thousands of volunteers who would work in the uh, more, some of them or sometimes in some ways some places most of them they are also displaced or they are also refugee but they are serving to others uh, and uh, that because of that they are christians and because of they would like to uh, show uh, the light of christ uh, in, uh, in, in in for for these refugees mm. Well, the uh, prayer event is tomorrow. There'll also be some updates of what's happening on the front lines. It'll be at 11 o'clock in the morning. The information is listed at their website, which you can get to again when you go to ericandbridget.org. Pavel, thank you for, for the help here and helping mm -hmm. us really in a very confusing situation, helping us get some more clarity on what is happening and, and how we can really assist. Thank you for your time this morning. Thank you so much. We're so happy and glad that you all can be part of this vital ministry. Thank you.